0: doing it all for milk and cereal.
1: Yes, fair enough. Exactly. We'll buy Amazon one day. I, I don't think that's,
0: actually. To be fair, the guy from Amazon is getting a divorce and they have no prenup.
1: Is so, that Elon Musk? No, 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 who's Elon Musk?
0: Elon Musk is the Tesla guy, the PayPal Tesla guy,
1: and the guy that owns Amazon. Some is really Jeff old
0: Bezos, dude. and he had an affair. And now he's divorcing his wife, and she's going to get half of everything. So you never know. We might be in with a shot of buying Amazon.
1: Do you know much about Jeff Bezos?
0: Other than he's the richest man alive.
1: Hmm. How did he get there? Is he a good guy? Do you think? What's his background? Where did he come from? You come from nothing? Do you come from something? I like Jeff Bezos until I hear something bad about him.
0: You don't know Jeff
1: Bezos. Yeah, but so I, yeah, exactly. So I'd rather like someone until I hear something bad, rather than hate someone until I hear something good. And That's just me, I guess.
0: Did you like us actually? Because you knew who we were. We didn't know who you were.
1: Uh, what I knew who you were. What
0: you recognised us.
1: And you didn't recognise me.
0: Not for like the longest time.
1: Well, I just didn't know you. Okay, that's fair enough. That's all right, isn't it? Yeah. I know you guys had a cool little friendship. I remember seeing you sometimes. You mean when we didn't go to class? No, in class when we when you were in class, you like always like, oh, come see. We'll
0: save our seats. I mean, we don't want to sit with all these other people. Uh, That (laughs) That was basically it. It's just we disliked everyone else. That's how we became friends. It's just like I like you, I dislike you least. That's it.
1: Did you have a burn book?
0: A burn book? No. Like I don't. Is that an actual thing? Because when I watched that movie for the first time, I'm like, "Um, is that an actual thing, or am I just not involved in it? (laughs) Am I in the burn book?
1: Yeah. if If you don't know about the burn book, that means because you were in it. Mm, I don't know, it's probably not an actual thing everywhere, but things like, like, people bond by uh, dissing other people, don't they?
0: Yeah, I guess. Actually, to be fair, this whole podcast is us dissing other people, really, isn't it? I at, was based say,
1: on based at, on complete conjecture yeah. and no facts. I was
0: about like, to say, right? I don't do it at all, but I realised, oh shit, we're recording. They know it's a lie. <laughs> Once it goes up, they know it's a lie.
1: I pride myself on not speaking badly about other people, but I think I do it to the extreme where, even if I think something, I don't say it just because I... would. Wouldn't want to say it's their face.
0: Yeah. I don't actively do it. It just comes out naturally, though. I can't... I have no filter. It just comes out. That's and I'm not very good at lying, either. That's good. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm just a terrible liar as well, so even if but like, I did try and hide it, it wouldn't be very well done.
1: I've seen it, like... I think it must be quite easy to make friends in, like, jobs and stuff, if you're quite open to, like gossip and talking bad about people and that because i've seen it when i get along with people at my work on a very face value friendly if we've like seen a tv show we'll talk about it i've got uh one of the ladies there's from italy and like i've been to italy a few times so we'll talk about that but then real friendships at work are made like because i've seen it they'll be like they'll try because they made a bit of friendship with me they'll try and talk about someone with me and i'll be like not into it at all yeah. And then I feel like that's when the real friendships are made, when you're just like, don't you fucking hate that person. Rah, 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 rah.
0: See, when I first started my job, it was a bit like, it was very cliquey and people were bitching about each other. So I avoided it at all costs. Like, I didn't go sit upstairs during lunchtime. I'm like, you know what? No, I'm just going to go outside and chainspoke. Yeah. I don't want to be involved in this.
1: <laughs> I'd rather cut years yeah. out of my life. Yeah.
0: But <laughs> now, now I think everyone's sort of softened over time and they seem to actually get along. There is some bitching, but it's that's mainly nice. me.
1: Oh man. To so yeah. be fair,
0: the people that come in and bitch, they don't tend to last
1: long. Really? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. So, how's your new year been? What's been up with you?
0: I mean, by the time this goes up,
1: Alex. Yeah, it's going to be It's
0: going yeah. to be late April, I think, or early May.
1: So, have you been since last episode? By the year?
0: time this goes up, it's going to be like four years since the first episode of The Dog's Deduction. Like, you weren't in, obviously, but.
1: Big up The Dog's Deduction. Yeah.
0: It's almost our birthday. Our birthday is actually on my birthday. So oh, I can remember what, you did your first podcast on your birthday? No, you uploaded it on my
1: birthday. Oh, that's a fun thing to do.
0: <laughs> no, I got home one day and I was just like I got home, we were having lunch or something. I went home what were you and just, I
1: don't remember.
0: Oh. I know we ended up at Snowflake, which is a dessert place in Soho.
1: Oh, I love a good dessert place. Yeah. It's like creams or whatever.
0: No, not as, as big as it's like sorbets and things basically. Ooh. You get crepes. I don't think they do waffles. But yeah, big up Snowflake. There's also one in Westfields now. Um, so, Snowflake, we've given you a plug, so give us free sorbets.
1: Okay, yeah, I love sorbet. Mango sorbet.
0: I could really dig sorbet. they have a lemonade float. You. Like it was lemon sorbet in lemonade. Coke float,
1: maybe. No, lemonade sorbet. Ooh. I broke my ankle, man. Yeah, I
0: know. You showed me a picture. It was disgusting. I tried to forget it.
1: I broke my ankle and my foot.
0: And that's why you haven't been here the last few episodes. Now look
1: at me. Walking, talking, keep...
0: I mean, not well, but...
1: No one can... Yeah, neither. Not doing either very well. But back on it.
0: Come yeah. on. OK, well done. I mean, Lana was a good replacement. She's nicer to look at.
1: The Holly Willoughby to my Aunt McPartner. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, I came she, up with that, actually, when we were walking down the corridor. Who, uh, you just stole that joke from me. I know,
1: I just seamlessly used the joke that we planned before. and now you're We didn't it. plan shit. Yes, it was all planned.
0: Yeah, I was thinking of doing stand-up, but I don't think that was going to work. What, well, you might do stand-up? I was thinking of it. Really? And then I was like, but I'm not going to be funny. I'm just going to complain about everything in my life.
1: Oh, man, did I tell you, have I already spoke about this on the podcast? I don't know. I had a logical fear that my mum was going to start doing stand-up. <laughs> no! I, need to remember, talk about I remember it. I was—I must have been about ten years old. I love my mum, but she's like the least funny person in the world. She's funny in her own little way, but she's not—you know—she's not witty or anything like that. And she said something, and everyone laughed because it was just obviously a little bit of a quick thing or funny. And then I remember I was sitting on the toilet with the door open when I was about ten years old, thinking. Oh, I hope my mum doesn't, like, get into (laughs) stand-up and, like, go and, like, tell a really rubbish joke and no one laughs, and it made me a bit sad to think about.
0: See, I had a similar thing. I mean, it wasn't a fear of, but when I was about 15, 16, I started writing a sitcom... Called according to my father, that was based on my life.
1: That's quite a good. Good name for a, yeah. a sitcom.
0: Yeah, but over time, I realised, oh my god, my mum's the real like story there because she's that's, legit crazy. So <laughs> that's okay, though. You know, um,
1: The Simpsons was mainly about Bart when it first started, and then can't remember. Home who of it was, uh, someone was like, "What's one of the biggest changes that's been to The Simpsons?" He said, "Yeah, the, the fact that." We thought Bart was the main story, and it turned out to be Homer. So that's all right. If it happens naturally. It happens. At least someone's the main yeah. story.
0: Yeah, I mean, like our segues happen naturally.
1: Is that a good time to do the?
0: Well, the intro music?
1: Yeah,
0: I thought you were going to say it, but oh no, it's just like you just did the hand motions that no one can see. Oh god,
1: I've got. <laughs> you should, if you could see this podcast, there's notes. I mean, we're holding up boards with yeah. writing and images.
0: Pretty much, yeah. I've got a projector up, <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: and the clicker thingy,
1: and the band are ready. Intro music, please. Welcome to the Dork's Deduction Podcast. Where we talk about stuff. Oh, come on. it awesome. Very good. Well done. Like, every time.
0: every time. Very, do- very well done, guys.
1: Like, I can just really feel it.
0: That amazing.
1: This is going to be a seriously good show. I can feel it, man. You can I can feel really it. feel it. Because like, it's your
0: first show in a while.
1: First show in a while. I'm just flipping ready.
0: Yeah. So some backstory. A while back, I can't remember what episode it was. Um, I ended up confusing I think Dustin Hoffman for Christopher Walken, and mentioned Natalie Wood, and Alex had no idea what I was talking about. Yeah. And now Alex knows everything about what no, I was talking about. I don't.
1: I don't. You've
0: been messaging all week about how excited you are about this. So
1: what, so go on, what, what are we talking about today?
0: Um, Natalie Wood, she bought some fur coats, I think. Is that it? That's the story, right? No,
1: no. didn't her sister buy her fur coats.
0: No, her sister was, inherited her fur coats. but and sold let, them. And sold them, Yeah. Oh Yeah, so
1: yeah. So why uh Kate, come so on So why
0: did why did her sister inherit why would her sister sell her fur coats?
1: Like should I? Shall I do... <laughs>
0: like that is the real mystery of this episode. <laughs> why did Lana Wood sell Natalie Wood's fur coats?
1: Allegedly. Allegedly. No, she said she sold them. Didn't yeah, she?
0: she said she sold them and Robert said that he bought
1: them. Who's Robert?
0: Wagner, her husband. Oh, uh, um,
1: yeah. My G. RJ. Oh, not Wagner. my G. Why did I say my that? G. <laughs> he is not my G?
0: Alex is an eternal supporter of Robert Wagner. <laughs> <Do>
1: Wagner. <laughs> Alex, just he, that surname itself.
0: So, Alex is really excited about this, so uh, I think I might let you do the brief overview. Right. Except maybe don't call Robert Wagner your you G. Him. He is not
1: my G. <laughs> if anything, he's not my G. He's your F. Nice. <laughs> Right, so, I'm surprised that I didn't know about this story. I liked, uh, I'm into Hollywood cinema from, like, uh, 1950s, 60s, 70s. But, after Tarmin mentioned it, turns out Natalie Wood, star of Rebel Without a Cause, West Side Story, Splendour in the Grass. Brainstorm. Brainstorm. Well, her and Robert Wagner, or Wagner, RJ, who were married, they were apparently the Angelina Jolie and the Brad- married twice, married twice. Angelina Jolie and the Brad Pitt of their era.
0: Let's just hope Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt don't end the same way. God,
1: yeah, let's hope not. So one day, these two were on a yacht with none other than Christopher Walken.
0: Who I mistook for Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, Dustin Hoffman was I think there. it was a Dustin Hoffman or Dennis Hopper. I'm pretty yeah. sure it was one of the D's that we were talking about. The,
1: one of the DHs. One of the DH's, yeah. <laughs> um could have been DH Lawrence.
0: Doubtful. That <laughs> could
1: have been Could have been any anyway. Dennis
0: Haysbert.
1: Who's that?
0: From twenty four, David Palmer, <laughs> President Palmer. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> like, of course. Okay. What been, else? Uh... Oh my god, is this we're gonna do the what the other episode's about? <laughs>
1: Uh, okay. Anyway, Robert Wagner, Natalie Wood, Christopher Walken on their Dennis yacht. Dennis
0: Devner? Devner? Oh
1: yeah, the the boatmaster, yachtmaster Dennis Dervin. Dervin, that's it. Dennis Dervin. See, I
0: got it right. It's just I rearranged the letters. Yeah, here. that's yeah. fine. It's
1: yeah, um, fine. It's
0: like I know how to play a piano. It's just I don't play it in the right order. Yeah, the,
1: all the notes are in different order yeah. and and at the wrong timings. You said, yeah. All four of them on the yacht together. Natalie Wood ends up dead, being washed up to shore the next day. By a dinghy. A rubber dinghy. Near a dinghy. The case was closed three or four days after.
0: By, it was apparent accidental drowning.
1: Accidental drowning.
0: About ten weeks later, Robert Wagner officially started dating Jill St. John.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well...
0: I mean, apparently they spent a lot of time together before that.
1: Anyway, that is one of about 25 different weird things that is to do with this case. And it's just... Oh, when I started reading about it, I was intrigued at first, annoyed.
0: I think outraged. Frustrated. by <sighs> your messages.
1: I don't know about outrage. It's just, like, one of those things which is so frustrating because no-one's ever going to know what actually happened, I don't think.
0: I feel like we kind of know, it's just we can't... No, officially.
1: This happened in 1981. Mm-hmm. The case got reopened in 2011.
0: November, two, yeah, November 2011.
1: And just only a few years ago, her death got changed from accidental drowning to drowning and other undetermined factors. When was that, 2014?
0: Uh, 2012, I think that's when they officially did. They reopened the case towards the end of 2011, 2012, they officially changed the cause of death.
1: 30 years after the thing happened, so all that really happened was the police said, there's a good chance that she w- it wasn't accidental. Mm-hmm. I don't even know where to start with this one, man.
0: Let's start with Natalie Wood.
1: How many of Natalie Wood's films have you I seen?
0: I have no idea. You've, we've established
1: old movies. I can't keep track of Have you seen Rebel Without a Cause?
0: I'm pretty sure I did, and I watched Street... Yeah, we've discussed it, but I can't remember them.
1: Have you seen The Searchers? No. So that's one of her, when she's really young... She was like a child star.
0: Yeah, so she was spotted in the background of a crowd when they were filming a movie in Saint- San Francisco, I believe. Yeah. Where she was born and and raised, and the director kept her in mind and brought her on to his projects. And, and the mother moved them all out to Los Angeles.
1: Quite a forceful, driven mother, isn't it?
0: Mm-hmm. that's one word for it.
1: Yeah. I mean... That's a, quite a charitable...
0: Especially back then as well, like, stage parents, parents of child actors, they're just fucking awful, really, aren't they?
1: (sighs) Yeah, well, I don't know. I think, um... Well, yeah. To be honest,
0: it's not an industry that a child should be in.
1: Okay, but this was not when Hollywood was in its infancy, but... When there wasn't as many case studies as there are now, to you know, it wasn't proven that if your child grows up in Hollywood, then the chance there's a high chance that they're going to end up being fucked up.
0: Natalie actually did really well, I think. Before I say anything, but if you're pushed at that young in age and not given time to be a child or be free or figure out what you actually want in life, Natalie was an actress because she didn't have a choice. That's yes. all she knew, that's what she was raised for, she was bred for, she was. She earned their family, family money. They yeah. lived off her.
1: So she, well, yeah. she was a
0: meal ticket basically.
1: In a way, I'm being a little bit devil's advocate, because I do agree with all of that. But it's good to push your children to an extent.
0: When they're four. Uh, well, yeah. For their Hollywood acting careers.
1: Well, and also, can you blame someone if they come from a poor background to, and, like, they get given this opportunity? <laughs> it wasn't
0: really a poor background. I think her mum actually wanted to be an actress, and it didn't happen. Okay. So she pushed her dreams onto her child, which happens. Yeah, but, yeah, I, I think Natalie, she went through a lot, especially as a young actress. I mean, there was an incident when she was about 15.
1: Oh, my God, yeah.
0: So there was an incident when she was about 15, when she was, let's say, the one allegedly raped. When what was it, an interview or a screen test or something like that? Yeah. And she told her mum immediately, and any mother would usually take their child out of that situation, right?
1: Yeah. We don't know that this is... Th- we don't know that this we,
0: is... Allegedly, but...
1: And we don't know anything about it, really. But it is in the news that that... And, like, it's quite well known that she was raped and then her mother sort of... pushed, Brushed it aside. Brushed it. There, have you heard about the story about when she was on a film, she fell off a bridge?
0: Oh, yeah, and then she, like, broke her arm or she something. She broke her arm. And her mum wouldn't even send her the doctor.
1: Didn't break her arm, but she, like, really hurt her arm and she was, like, visibly distressed. This is when she was probably, like, 13 or something. And her mum was... Basically, like, don't make a big deal out of it. I feel like they felt, or her mum felt, that they were guests in the Hollywood s- system. If you were to make any bigger deal about anything, be it all a taller diva or anything, then the studio would just be like, oh, we could just find someone else. Like, her uh, mum
0: didn't even take her to the hospital after they were finished filming.
1: Yeah, I'm not saying that that's right, but I'm, I'm also uh, saying the Hollywood system at the time has, is it's definitely a huge part. It's right, the studios
0: basically owned people.
1: Yeah, and created them as, like, gave them personas and stuff like that. I'm
0: not saying, like, studios don't own people now, because they do own actors, they publicise them, they get into bed with them, essentially, but it wasn't to that extent.
1: For anyone that doesn't know about the studio system in Hollywood in, when did it finish, the, the Hollywood studios? Was it, so,
0: it 60s? Late yeah, 60s? Yeah,
1: 69, I think. Was it 69? So well, around I mean, then... Bonnie and Clyde came out at 69, and that's got something to
0: Um Wasn't it Olivia de Havilland? She had a major thing with the Hollywood the studio she was signed with.
1: We could do a whole um, episode about yeah, that. Yeah, we
0: could do a whole episode about that. Let's forget but, about but that. But
1: just the point is, there was six major Hollywood uh, studios, uh, RKO, Warner Brothers,
0: My-
1: Universal... MGM. Yeah. uh, A couple more. And...
0: United Artists came out because the artists wanted more freedom.
1: Yeah, okay. Was
0: it Hayward? Rita Hayward that ran...
1: No. Oh,
0: really? No, maybe I'm wrong about that. But I know it was artists that came out with that and, yeah.
1: So, anyway... I think
0: Chaplin was involved as well, yeah.
1: The way Hollywood worked before 1969, hopefully, that's the year. Um, Hopefully, that's the the year.
0: It's not, it's just a funny year, so... It's
1: the... um, Actors or actresses were owned by studios, so you could only make films for Warner Brothers if you worked for Warner Brothers. You could only make films for uh, RKO if you worked for RKO.
0: And you'd have to live by their rules as well.
1: Yeah, you had to live by their rules. You don't get freedom. And each studio had its own sort of. Persona, you could say some some were good for westerns, others some were good musicals, for co- comedies. Some, yeah, and the star persona of an actor or actress was so much more than it is now. Like John Wayne, for example, he was a obviously like a big western star. We're going off on a ma- massive tangent. His um whole career was completely damaged when he swerved signing up for the war because it sort of contradicted the fact that he was like brave. He didn't get to make any films because he turned out he was a coward. And stuff like that. So Natalie Wood basically grew up in the studio system.
0: Okay, before you go on back to Natalie Wood, can I just say, times have changed. Yeah. America elected a president that drafted the war five fucking times. (laughs) (laughs) And who calls veterans cowards. I'm not a big fan of armies and wars and stuff, but fuck you, Trump. Carry on.
1: Oh, yeah. So we don't like Trump.
0: <laughs> I don't. You can like whoever you I want. I think we like. should
1: be like a niche podcast, like one that does like Trump. I think we no, because
0: l- then we get the wrong type of fans. I yeah, don't
1: but we I, 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 I would be. make some money, though.
0: Those type of fans, I don't want them listening, because they're the ones that own guns, and eventually we're going to say something they don't like. <laughs> so let's not.
1: Okay, either way, I'm, this, I'm not a political person.
0: Okay, fine. Alex is a fan of Trump. Okay, no, Natalie I, Wood.
1: God. He also
0: voted for Brexit.
1: I like Wagner and Trump. Yes. I think they could be long lost brothers.
0: I mean, yeah. Apparently apparently Wagner tallies up with president, so...
1: Ronald Reagan. Come on! Yes! All right, so where were we? Natalie Wood grew up in the Hollywood system. The reason that's got something to do with this whole thing is, you know, one could say, if she hadn't grown up in this Hollywood system, being insecure, her, her real name is... Natalia Nikolaevna Zakarenko, as she and her mother made her change it to Natalie Wood. No, it
0: was the studio that made her change it to Natalie Wood. Which oh,
1: which isn't, which isn't weird, but I guess it's, you know... Yeah, you but the studios it. do
0: that with all their actors. Even if they have a perfectly fine name, for some reason they get diff- given a new persona.
1: And that's a sign like, of loss of identity, especially at a young age, like eight.
0: I mean, um, again, it still happens here, but it usually starts off with the agents. Mm. And it's more marketability factor, as well as Screen Actors Guild... Regulations, because you can't have people with the same name. Yeah. Okay, carry on.
1: <laughs> so she, but the fact that I was going to say, she named her daughter Natasha, which I think is quite, like, maybe a bit significant in a way. It's like she wanted, she missed that, her old identity or something yeah, like that. because
0: in the American equivalent, I think, of Natalia, I was reading, is actually Natasha, so people used to call her Natasha when she was younger.
1: Oh, right. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, so I suppose the reason this background is important is because... Obviously, if if she hadn't been a uh, star back in, you know, when she was a child, she wouldn't have been on that boat at the time. But I don't think it's just obviously she wouldn't have been there. But I do think the Hollywood system has something, has a big part to play in, in, what in this afterwards. whole thing. Even in, afterwards. In, in this whole thing that happened, why it happened in the first place, and as you say, afterwards as well. Like, mm-hmm. there's a reason she's dead and there's a reason why probably someone got away with murdering Allegedly
0: someone got away with murder. I I mean, we know our opinions, but we'll say allegedly just because we don't want to get in trouble.
1: What's your opinion?
0: My opinion is that Robert Wagner, you are a crafty little (laughs) devil, basically. I think you did some things, you know, like when you're a kid and you knock over, like, your (laughs) mum's lamp or whatever, and you hide the pieces... He managed to hide some pieces, I think.
1: Okay. Do you think he took her out on that boat to kill her?
0: I don't particularly... Okay, so we should probably talk about... Sorry, yeah. Um, okay, so Christopher Walken, Dennis...
1: Dennis Hopper wasn't there. No, Dennis Dev- Dennis Dervin. Dervin. <laughs> Let's just make sure we're getting his name right, just in case. Is he in here near somewhere? It'll be towards the end, won't it? He's the waste. Devine.
0: We were wrong every wrong every step away. So Natalie with Natalie Wagner DeVerne, who was the captain, were on a vote on Wagner. actually Didn't I say Christopher no. Walken? Okay. Christopher. Christopher Walken. My name is Christopher.
1: Do you know what the Walken. worst thing about this whole thing? I loved Christopher Walken until I told you this. <laughs> until. But
0: uh, again, we don't know if Christopher Walken had anything to do with that. He, the worst going, he wait, have, wait, 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 wait. Uh, <clears throat> he might have... The only thing that we know is that he may have covered, helped cover something up or just not say anything. He might not have had anything to do with the act of killing her, which officially, we allegedly, we we don't even know if she was actually killed. Let's just say allegedly. We know
1: absolutely nothing, is what I would say.
0: Yeah, which is the problem.
1: We know that... This we know
0: they were about. on a boat a not, one night. She... Had a phobia of water, which she's had since she was a child, because of her fucking mother. I really don't like her mum, I don't think.
1: Uh, What about... Because this whole water thing, it's been made such a big deal out of. And the weird thing is, there's an interview, one of the last interviews with Natalie Wood. She goes into this, like, fear of water. She says, I've always been afraid of the water. Always been afraid of the water. And that's such an eerie little time capsule, timepiece. Have you seen that interview? Yeah, she just brings it up. It's such a random thing to bring up in, like, an interview for a film. And she says, I've always been afraid of really dark water.
0: I mean, if Wagner actually killed her, like, he never had any love for her if he killed her like that. Like, shoot her, maybe. Anything could have been better than killing her by... But Actually, to be fair, technically, we don't know if she actually drowned.
1: She might have been unconscious before. So her. we are bouncing around. Uh, like
0: we really her. are. Okay. So, so th- how walking, about this?
1: This is, this is quite a good. Yeah. Let's do this.
0: I keep saying walking. <coughs> than Wagner, and Wood were on a boat together, and then we get off somewhere let's else. Let's do
1: this. Before the before the case was reopened in 2011, the story that the police thought was true and the the general. St-
0: well, the police said were true.
1: Yeah, the general story was the the technical story was that she had accidentally fallen over when tying up the dinghy... Because in the middle of the night? In the middle of the night, because it was banging against her bedroom window and she couldn't sleep. And whilst untying it, she fell overboard. And did the dinghy fall off, maybe? Yeah,
0: because um, I think when they found her body, she was washed up near the dinghy.
1: At that time, Christopher Walken, Dennis DeVerne and Robert Wagner all corroborated that they had had a really nice time on this trip and that that must have happened and it was a terrible tragedy. The reason they were all there is because Christopher Walken and um, Natalie were were just finished making this film, Brainstorm. Yeah,
0: they were in the middle of it so they shouldn't even finish it before she died. They had to get stand-ins and...
1: All oh, right, voice
0: actors to help finish off the film, and it came out like two years afterwards.
1: So they, and, and then, apparently, yeah. the
0: director um, of the film quit filmmaking for a period of time because of this. Was that affected by no way? It. Yeah.
1: Have you seen the interview with Christopher Walken for the film?
0: Is that the one that you sent me? Yeah. No.
1: <laughs> so there's an interview with Christopher Walken for the film Brainstorm, so it must have happened a year, two years after the event, where it gets mentioned about, oh, yeah, so how do you feel about this film coming out after what happened? And even then, even though the case was closed, everyone knew something. It was it's a little bit weird. Yeah. Oh, it's weird. It's weird because he's all... He, he Even when he's talking in interviews, it sounds like he's acting. And this, the interviewee asks, interviewer asks him about, like, the whole situation. He's like, oh, what, everyone knows what happened. It was a terrible, tragic... Accident!
0: Oh my god, that's what I said didn't I? when you sent that that video. Yeah, so yeah, I was actually yeah, yeah, right yeah, yeah, about yeah, exactly. what you said, word for word. Okay,
1: <sighs> that's what you said, man. And this has got nothing to do with crazy, out there stories about, like you know, like nine eleven. And basically, it's not a what's the word?
0: Conspiracy. Theory. It's not
1: a conspiracy theory. Yeah, it's not. A it's conspiracy a Conspiracy theory. Of
0: what happened? And what we don't know what happened. Basically, it's this shit happened. It's not a theory. It's something that happened and they're deflecting.
1: The case was closed like that. Too fast. Super fast.
0: How would you even complete a proper autopsy? The answer is they didn't complete a proper autopsy.
1: So the guy that did the autopsy... He's like a celebrity autopsy guy. (laughs) Which I didn't even know there was such a thing. He'd done William Holden and... I guess it's
0: a small town.
1: Well, yeah, (laughs) that's true. Wasn't afraid of the press conferences. Apparently he loved a good press conference. It's just like, why would he get hired? Just hire someone else to do it. He
0: he noticed abrasions to her face, but they went unexplained.
1: There was bruises on her lower body.
0: Yeah. He didn't check the fingernails to see if there was any other DNA under it. (sighs) He... Basically missed a lot. Yeah. Maybe that's why he got hired. He was a celebrity...
1: um, Autopsy guy.
0: Pathologist.
1: Autopsy guy. Pathologist. uh,
0: (laughs) Celebrity pathologist. Maybe that's how he got in bed with Hollywood. Like I said, Hollywood, everyone's in bed with each other.
1: So then, skip forward 30 years. Dennis Durbin can't... He couldn't handle the pain anymore, could he? Yeah.
0: So he released a book for profit... But I think he he had to shop it around for a while. Even though Robert Wagner, he'd even he'd released his autobiography at the, before then.
1: Oh which my God! Admits
0: that they were arguing the night of, and how he had a temper, and how he was controlling, and how he was a jealous husband. Can
1: I bring up the one of the biggest things for me? So when it happened, when the when the uh, police first came on the boat to investigate. There's a smashed wine bottle, mm-hmm. and they said that it must be... Uh, Robert Wagner said it must be. It must be rough seas or whatever. They and, could
0: have checked the weather.
1: Well, yeah. <laughs> even if it was rough seas, that's what they said. That's why the, the bottle smashed. In his book that he brought out, I don't know when, 20 years later or something like that.
0: Yeah, something like that. Early 2000s, or not yeah. it? Yeah.
1: He admitted that he smashed the bottle in an angry rage. So
0: even then... He
1: admitted that he had had an argument with Natalie Wood and everyone was arguing and he smashed the bottle. Isn't that enough to arrest someone? To, you know, lie, they you lied to you, the um, police.
0: It's subverting the course of justice, I think. Yeah, isn't that illegal? That is illegal, but there's also statute of limitations on that stuff. The thing is, with this case, the statute of limitations pass for everything but murder. Because murder... There what statute, statute
1: of limitations?
0: Limitations. It means uh, there's a set time where you can prosecute someone after the crime was occurred. Say I, say I murdered Chris and you yeah. saw it and you lied to the police... Uh, but it only came out like 20 years later that you'd like to police. You wouldn't get in trouble because it was 20 years later.
1: That's stupid. Exactly. I
0: don't think there's. Is that be in England ste- as well? Yeah, statutory limitations everywhere. So, I think. so
1: you're, you get rewarded for getting away with something.
0: Pretty much. Um, America's even worse. They have double jeopardy, which means that if you've been tried and convicted of something and found not guilty, they can't retry you, even if you actually did commit the crime. And
1: what's the what's the What's the original point for that? What, like, what's the theoretical, what's the reason for um, that?
0: I don't know, just harassment, I guess? I don't know. So, Do you know so please don't harass the same person.
1: Robert Wagner needs harassing. <laughs> he needs to be harassed. Like,
0: they can't compel him to cooperate, though. They um, can't? Unless they have, like, a warrant or something. And even then, he's already lied once.
1: So well, like, what's yeah. it stopping from mine now? The bottle. Yes. Well, yeah, so we were talking about the bottle. Mm-hmm. One, one thing is, why did he say that? Why did he? Even if if that is the truth, because statute
0: limitations, maybe he probably didn't give a shit about He's Celebrating. Like, what has he done really, other than guest spots and television the last
1: few years? What's he? I, I don't. I never. He's an old of him.
0: man. He has expenses. Even
1: if he went to jail now, it, he's had like the last almost four decades of his life. he like, will not go to
0: jail for anything. No,
1: he wouldn't. But I'm just saying, the damage is done. Four decades. He's been a free man.
0: Mm-hmm. It is almost four decades. Jesus Christ.
1: 2019, guys. 1981 is, like, something like It was way before I, we I were born. I wasn't born, born but it doesn't seem like that long ago. Forty years, that's, like, the 70s. Well, only ten years later. <laughs> anyway, Dennis DeVern came out with this, all of this stuff, blowing the whole thing open, saying that there was arguing. What else did he say? That
0: Natalie wanted to leave the boat.
1: No, he said they like the day before they would got off the boat together
0: to have dinner somewhere in a secluded. Have you
1: heard place? about the stuff about this? I don't really trust even this Dennis Deverny guy. Why are you coming out thirty years later? You've been
0: yeah, but you've been stewing
1: that, on stuff but, for thirty years. His, even if he thinks it's true, it might not be.
0: Okay. I'm going to, again, play devil's advocate. I believe him to some extent. He might sensationalise things. But you're saying, I can't believe that he'd come out 30 years later. This shit happens all the time. Hollywood is an oppressive place. You've seen it. We've seen it recently with all the sexual harassers, like Brian Singer and all that stuff. The victims, they were told that they needed to shut up or they will get nowhere in life. They won't have a career. They won't have anything. What oh, Dennis no, Durbin says, I think it's an extreme what he went through. I'm not going to say he didn't go through it because I think Hollywood is every bit as capable. But Dennis Wagner at that time, he was just Robert a TV Ro... Dennis Robert Wagner. Um, at the time, he was just a TV actor. So I don't know how, how much pull he'd be able to have.
1: So, and he's apparently friends with Frank Sinatra, who is, okay, who is yeah. allegedly, like, this big Matthew yeah, guy, which okay. I don't really know if that... It's the we're old Italian-American yeah,
0: thing, right? Yeah. yeah, it's
1: like, everyone. everyone's oh, like, oh yeah, Frank Sinatra's in, like, the mob. It's like, who knows if he was or not, like... That's
0: very stereotypical. Yeah, he said th- something like that about a brown person and... A, group of people that they could be lumped in with, you'd get in trouble. I mean, it's not right to do it for an Italian-American either.
1: Oh, right, yeah. yeah well, did agree. you
0: think I was going to make a racist joke? <laughs> Sometimes I can be serious.
1: <laughs> um, no, I agree. So a lot of the information I've got from all of this has come from this new podcast that came out.
0: What new podcast?
1: It's called The Fateful Voyage.
0: That's an ominous name.
1: It's all about Natalie Wood, isn't it? Oh, right. It's really. Well, I thought it would be I was, right, about to say, I was about to say it was really good. I really I didn't like it that much. I, it See, very, I
0: listened to a couple of episodes because you, you messaged about it.
1: It was very detailed, which is good. I feel like I know a lot about it. But the whole thing is about trying to prove that it was a murder. And the whole way through, everything is. So there's uh, statements from flipping Natalie Woods, Hairdresser or something. It's like Natalie Wood would never do this. It's like statement says Natalie Wood would never do this, and it's one. You know,
0: it's very biased. Well, yeah, one I, of those I found it very biased when you go out to I'm prove not saying, something.
1: You can prove anything.
0: Yeah, I'm not saying that Robert Wagner didn't do it, but you have to have a balanced opinion.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, saying
0: that, would, that we've been blaming Robert Wagner this whole episode.
1: Yeah, this podcast is proving that. Robert Wagner did it, but there could be just a similar podcast proving that he didn't do it. Mm-hmm. You could get just as much evidence to prove that he didn't do it. And they were all getting very carried away with very uh, circumstantial evidence. I've seen a few court shows. You know, those
0: autopsy are around <laughs> yeah. there in those court shows as well.
1: It's like evidence from, like, yeah, as I say, Natalie Wood's hairdresser or Hollywood insiders, and they're taking... Well, just it.
0: mainly just Lana Wood, that was Lana Wood, oh, who I is... I think most of their arguments were based on Lana Wood, right?
1: Who's Natalie's sister, who is a strange character. I watched a documentary she, about it, and she's in that as well. She seems to take... Oh, I feel a bit bad. I'm talking about this, this girl whose sister's died. She seems to relish in talking about it
0: I I don't disagree if I thought say my close family or a friend or someone had been murdered and people weren't taking it seriously Mm. I'd probably bang my drums as well
1: I don't know she's banging her drum she's quite
0: I what I really want to know is is she getting paid for this
1: I think she is
0: so if she, it depends on if she's getting paid for this or not. And she, you if know, she's doing it for free, that's fine, because it's actually detrimental to her career.
1: And also, so she can do what she wants, but I think this podcast, the, the way they treated Lana Wood's statements was, this As is fact. facts. Yeah. They need to say, like, you know, this is coming from an emotional bias point of view. A woman who has her own history you know, we're such hypocrites. We are. <laughs> no,
0: we, I think we're... we're... You know, not just this episode. I'm thinking back to every episode. Oh, no, really? My yeah. opinion was fact, guys. It's always fact. But then I always put in brackets and Legendly. At least I do that.
1: Well, that's what they do as well. <laughs> it's like they say it really quietly, <laughs> so only dogs can hear it. <laughs> Legally. <Allegical. laughs> no, I, yeah. And I... Lana Workouts is quite an interesting one. Like, I got to thinking, like, um... You know, the sister, younger sister of a Hollywood actress. Maybe it's like, maybe this is my evil mind thinking. It's like, she, her sister's finally dead. She's got the limelight now and she can, you know, she's the one that's being asked to do all these interviews and stuff. She's relishing in it. And now, there's. have you seen that video? Oh, have you seen that other, like, TMZ-style video of, like, Lana Wood confronting Robert Wagner? No,
0: yeah, but I think I heard the audio.
1: yeah. Yeah. Did you li- you listen to the whole
0: podcast? No. I listened to like the Did first you know I d- I downloaded all of them. Because you know I know everything, Alex.
1: Um, yeah. So she like confronts Robert Wagner as like, just talk to the police, tell them what happened. Maybe I'm being pessimistic. Maybe she is, like, a good person, just wants to know what happened to her sister See, I'm
0: 50-50 on her, because I could understand why why she'd be doing it if she wasn't doing it for attention, but I also understand why she'd do it for attention.
1: And Hollywood breeds these people, man. Hollywood is to blame for the whole flipping thing.
0: Hollywood is shocking. And America. But what do we actually think happened that
1: night? What, if I was a betting man? Yeah. That's the thing... What this whole researching about this whole thing is, I don't believe anything, I don't know anything that happened. All I know is Natalie Wood died, and I reckon Robert Wagner was responsible either... Do you know what? If I was a better man, I'd say you flipping knocked her out and chucked her overboard.
0: I mean, that's what the evidence says, isn't it?
1: She had like a... She had
0: had bruising, and she had abrasions, and they think she was unconscious when she went in the water.
1: So we haven't even talked about why, what, what do people say, why is it that Robert Wagner would have done it? Because there's two completely different...
0: Jealousy, cheating on either part, really, could be.
1: So Robert Wagner had already proven himself as a very jealous person. Was very jealous of
0: during their initial marriage as well as their second because they
1: were married twice. Natalie Wood was in Splendor in the Grass with Warren Beatty, which I watched a few years ago, and is and this is a this is another thing that is such a good film. You should watch it. So, That's the one she
0: plays the young the um the wife.
1: She basically... this is oh Splendor in the Grass is such a good film. She basically goes. She falls in love with Warren Beatty, and this love drives her insane.
0: You know, I always forget Warren Beatty's so old.
1: Yeah, I know. He is, isn't he?
0: Yeah.
1: Old man. You should watch it. (laughs)
0: Okay. (laughs) It's
1: like a 1950s film, but it's so, um, not controversial, but like... Gritty. Mm. It's not, I don't know if it's not gritty as in, like, realism... Oh, I don't know the word. One of those words. I could never be a film critic. It's really good. <laughs> <laughs> it's good, though. It's really good. But um, so, in making that, Robert Wagner was very jealous of Warren Beatty, and because
0: he's a womanizer. Like, even I know that. We weren't alive back then, but I've heard the stories.
1: Let's not talk about Strictly Come Dancing.
0: What? What about Strictly Come Dancing?
1: we spoke about it before.
0: Oh, are you talking about mophead? <laughs> yeah, okay. thingy.
1: And he even said he went round to. In his book, Robert Wagner admitted to going round to me. He admitted he, to going yeah, round to Warren Beatty's yeah. house. With a, why would you do that when there's a small chance that the case of your wife dying is he? Is, he didn't
0: think there was a chance.
1: Is, are you sure he's not? I've just thought about this. he that he's so old? He probably is, give him, a
0: shit is. He at not this is point? he not
1: trying to stoke the fire a little bit there? And but when I he released this book, it'd be like, yeah, oh, he maybe wants it to be I am. Maybe I am a he, person of interest. It would make
0: sense that he'd want it to be sensational, but, Because he needs just it to about sell.
1: That.
0: He needs it to sell. That's why people do autobiographies. They give salacious details about themselves so people buy it. So
1: we are alleging that Robert Wagner said in his book that he took a gun around to Warren Beatty's house because he was jealous of his wife because he wanted the readers to think that maybe he killed his wife.
0: Yeah, but he shot himself in the foot there, didn't he?
1: Well, no, he's 88, probably made loads of money. Yeah, Is that but, what we're alleging?
0: But if he hadn't have done that autobiography, do you really think Dennis Durbin's autobiography uh, of that night would have ended up going on some sort of release?
1: Jesus Christ, I don't know. Because
0: I think we're uncovering,
1: we've, we've looked down the, uh, we've looked down if, the if rabbit if Dennis hole.
0: Dennis Durbin, he released <laughs> that book... He could have been sued for slander, but Robert Wagner, he admitted to half of the shit in his autobiography. So if it wasn't for Robert Wagner's autobiography, he probably would have gotten away with murder, allegedly.
1: Also, just one thing that we crossed over quite quickly. You can admit to lying to the police if you lied to the police 20 years ago, even if it's about a murder case.
0: Well, and no, if it, no, get... no, if it's straight-up murder, because murder, there is no statute of limitations, but they'd need to prove murder...
1: Yeah, but sure, uh, what does it take for someone to be arrested, like forcefully arrested by the police? Because you need
0: a full con- at this point because it's thirty years after. Do you, there's no forensic evidence, so they need a full confession.
1: So he's got away with it then, unless he confesses, much.
0: and he's not. He isn't really. He isn't interacting with any of the authorities. So even Christopher fucking walking, he's gone and spoken to the police. He
1: He spoke to the police. So him. And Dennis, but that's another thing. Uh, Christopher Walken and Dennis Deverne's story about what happened that night, it's both changed and they both now say that it wasn't such a lovely evening. They both say that there was huge arguments, uh, smash bottle, shouting. Um They both say that now. But that means nothing 30 years later. They could have spoken about it. They could have got together and said, we're going to make up this. Look, like, they could say we're going to make up this lie about Robert Wagner that there was a huge argument on the boat that night. They could do that. Anything they have to say is bullshit.
0: But if you think about it, there's earwitnesses to it as well. Right. Which you don't buy into.
1: Well, it's not that I don't buy into it. Tell them about the earwitnesses.
0: So apparently there was a boat nearby and they heard screaming.
1: Mm. But
0: you noted that the captain heard nothing.
1: So this Dennis DeVerne guy, who is now trying to prove Robert Wagner's guilt, so could have easily said, oh, yeah, I heard shouting as well. He was on the boat. And he said he didn't hear any shouting.
0: So the ear witnesses do say that they reported it many years ago, but several times, but they were ignored.
1: Yeah. And they said, yeah, yeah.
0: And it's not that difficult for me to believe police cover shit up.
1: I really... Don't trust the police.
0: Either. I don't actually. I, I, the police are supposed to be the people that we trust, but I oh man wouldn't I'm trust like, them as far as I could throw them to. I'm like
1: head. Alfred Hitchcock, aren't they? Scare the living shit out of me.
0: How do you think I feel? I'm brown. Yeah, fuck that man. At least you're white. <laughs> like, but, brown and black people get a raw deal when it comes to the police.
1: Yeah, man. Fuck that. But
0: these are privileged white men.
1: Who, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. Rich that are people, in Hollywood. Rich people get away with murder. Yeah.
0: And think about it. You know Ray Donovan, the TV show, based on the Hollywood... Well, it's about a Hollywood fixer. No. With Lee Schreiber.
1: Oh, Lee Schreiber from Scream.
0: Yeah. yeah. He plays a Hollywood fixer in the show. But it's a, it's a fact that there are Hollywood fixers out there.
1: What's a Hollywood... What do you mean, a Hollywood fixer?
0: They cover up scandals, like ODs or murder or assaults. They're the middlemen. They are hired by studios and lawyers to fix things for the Hollywood producers or actors. That's a real thing.
1: Are we What Well, am I naive to be, like...
0: No, that is actually a real thing. I know that's
1: a real thing. (laughs) And, like, you know, like, LA Confidential... Well, I don't know. I've seen... I understand the whole thing about, like, money, power, you get away with murder. But I do feel like if you do something wrong, you should go to jail for it. I
0: mean, you should, but... Yeah, but I really feel like
1: sometimes... Why You're so is it so sweet, Alex? Oh no, man, <laughs> and also I feel like the general public have a lot of a lot of say who goes to jail and who doesn't.
0: You mean trial by media? What's that mean? As in, they, people get put on trial by the media.
1: Let's talk, R. Kelly. Oh god,
0: what a horrible, horrible man! So, but we've known for many years that he's this a horrible, is what horrible I was, man. I
1: remember hearing, I remember my big sister when I was in primary school telling me about. R. Kelly pissing on a thirteen-year-old girl. <laughs>
0: yes, I remember and that.
1: I've listened to his music. I've been to plenty of house parties where we were, and clubs where his music gets yeah, played well, all the time. Yeah, where you to ignition and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and now, Grind. and now it's trending.
0: a terrible song now in this oh. light.
1: Well, it's not. It's the same light like that there's always been. I don't know. I feel like everyone's known this stuff, but because the tunes are too banging. We will it's just... true, it's
0: like the Harvey Weinstein thing, everyone sort of knew everything, yeah. but but then, didn't say it.
1: But then I mean, suddenly, I don't know, Like for example with R. Kelly, this Netflix documentary came out, isn't it?
0: Was it on Netflix? See, I haven't actually watched it, I've heard Neither, it all I, about neither about I, it. have I, I've yeah. just,
1: I don't know if people didn't know about it, or people have just suddenly decided, and I'm not trying to be like, stand up for R. Kelly here, but I'm just being like... We should have been, like, brave enough to be like, we don't want to listen to this music then. The
0: thing is, it's the age of social media, though, isn't it? Like, back then, we didn't have all that stuff. Everyone kind of knew, but it was all forgotten about. No, but... But now things stay alive, and people are constantly talking to the whole world.
1: Yeah, but it's not just because of that, because there's people out there that we know have done bad stuff, but because they're... It's still their time, and it's still their time to make music. They're gonna get away with it until one day the levy breaks, and then it'll be their turn. Like flipping, say Chris Brown. He needs oh, to I'm go, sure man. Just thinking about he that. needs to go, but he's got a few more years of probably making a few good tunes, and then everyone will be like, "Oh no, actually, Chris Brown did that horrible stuff to beat the shit out of a woman." He, and that,
0: that wasn't the only horrible thing he did. What else did he do? He smashed up places and things. So He's I just a very violent man. You can, you can man. smash
1: up a place if you want. A, I don't mind if you If smash it's up his up
0: personal it. property, fine. If it's someone else's,
1: I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I'm not. Yeah. Okay. I agree. And if I knew someone like that, I, I wouldn't not listen to someone's music because they smashed up someone's house. You know, rock star. But music is different, ones. though.
0: You can't help it. As in radio, everything's around you. You can't help but listen to their music sometimes. And then it just gets stuck in your head. You have a choice to go out and watch someone's movie. Or choice to watch their TV show. That's...
1: I was saying this to... um, Because,
0: believe me, I don't like listening to Justin Bieber, but when I have the radio on all day at work, and his songs keep coming on, or whoever's song, whoever is Flavor of the Month now, Mm. but you don't have a choice when it comes to music. Sometimes it's just forced upon you.
1: This is what I was saying to someone the other day. Like, the thing with Chris Brown, who definitely... He got charged with beating up Rihanna.
0: And we saw the pictures and everything.
1: And, you know, I was speaking to a friend of mine and my, and my friend said he did it and he paid the price, which was a lot less than probably what he would have if he was a normal guy yeah. without, like, money for a rich man. He lawyer. would have done
0: proper time.
1: Yeah, he would have done proper time. But anyway, he's served his time. Is he allowed a second chance? And I said, I understand... It's like the
0: appropriate level of time, though, that's the thing.
1: That's the thing, but I also thought, if he was a bin man, I'd be like, fair play to him, he's doing that. His job is to speak to the youth and to influence their lives. And it's not necessarily him. He can try and make a buck if he needs to, but it doesn't sit right with me that radio is playing his music. Yeah, they're the ones that control who's popular. And they're like, they're these like poppy like young people like, yeah, like, oh, who's ready for the weekend? Next, next tune in. Chris Brown. Let's hope he doesn't beat me up later. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's not, I don't know. They should take a pretty rank, I think.
0: Yeah, how did we get to R. Kelly and Chris Brown? Well, I think it's
1: because we were talking about... It's it's a very similar thing. I'm just
0: wondering how to get back to it.
1: Um,
0: What were we saying? I don't know.
1: I have something interesting to say. We can cut it if it goes nowhere. Okay. Something interesting that happened when I was researching for this. So I was listening to the... R. Kelly? No. (laughs) I was listening to the Fateful Voyage podcast... And on Tuesday, I went to the BFI to watch this film, La Ventura. Have you heard about it? Michelangelo Antonioni's old film. Okay. 1960s. I went to see it at the BFI. It was really good.
0: Okay.
1: I didn't know much about it. I just wanted to go see an arty film because it makes me feel kind of cool and, okay. like, you know, go to the cinema after work. Okay. Um, I want to tell you all about this story. <laughs> but anyway, so, oh, I went and sat down and I was sat in between these two old guys and, like, there was one of them my seat and then another one of them and I looked at them both and I was like god that's me in 40 years (laughs) and they're both really I don't know I've judged them on just by look but they're very like anti-social probably didn't really like many people I sat down in between them the guy on the left of me whenever I open my bottle of water he's like (sighs) like I was like had like loads of popcorn and was on my phone and stuff like that and wait a minute. I, wait, what? You were on
0: your phone.
1: I wasn't on my phone. I was drinking a sip of water, but he looked at me like I was oh, okay, on my phone. Okay. And then I, like, took another sip, and he was like... I had, like, a packet of these tiny little chocolate raisins in my pocket. <laughs> and I was like, should I just not eat them? I was like, fuck this guy, man. I'm going to eat them. They're silent. So I opened the packet, and I was like... Drunk of a few of them. <laughs> and he was he was going sick on me, but... he Well, he wasn't. He was just... Tutting to his hugs content. Anyway.
0: Alex, I have to tell you something. Go on. I was that old man. What? I once got pissed off at someone's breathing during a cinema.
1: Oh, you're one of those people that can't... They're not no, happy unless, they're, firstly, they're, not happy unless firstly, they're being pissed firstly, off by someone.
0: Firstly, the guy shows up late and comes all the way back to That's annoying. And his coat was loud to take off. It wasn't even that cold. I don't know why he was wearing a fucking coat. This Secondly, choice? he was just wheezing throughout the whole movie. Maybe he had and I, I could tell him off, because I did tell him off because he was talking first. I could tell him off with that, but I can't tell him off for breathing. That's what yeah. really pissed me off.
1: But, well, this guy wasn't happy until he was looking for something. Mm-hmm. He wanted to complain. Is that what you're like?
0: I, I wouldn't say I want to complain. Yeah, I
1: think happen. you love to complain. If you go to a film and no one does anything, it's a wasted journey for no, you, isn't no, it's it? it's a
0: peaceful journey. That's why I like going... In the middle of the week, during the middle of the fucking day, it's anyway. a shame that I work.
1: Laventura. Yeah. It's just, the reason I bring it up is because the story, and I didn't know anything about the story, is flipping similar, right? So this guy, no, this it's, it's about this main lady, her friend, who's a girl, and the main girl's boyfriend go out on a yacht and about four other people. They all go on this yacht, and they end up on this island. They get off on this island, and um, they all, they're they all sort of wandering around this little rock. It's not really an island, it's more like a tiny rock. And the, the, the water starts getting rough, so then they decide to get back in the yacht. The main girl has gone missing. No one knows where she is. That's about 20 minutes into this two-and-a-half-hour film, and um, you never find out what happens to this girl. And isn't that kind of weird? First of all, that's kind of weird.
0: I mean, yeah, but it is kind of a simple story that someone would write, though.
1: Yeah, but there's a yacht and a girl goes missing, and I was what on my way to watch the film. I was listening. No to No story
0: has not been under. Wait, that doesn't make any sense.
1: No, no
0: story has not been ri- unwritten or not written. The rest is still unwritten. Oh my god, it is such a bad recording.
1: Dumb one, <laughs> um, but. The reason the other reason I bring it up. So the thing that this whole film is about, it's a proper arty film. Nothing ever happens. Do you remember Italian films back yeah. in film studies, where it's like two and a half hours and you know, they're all like going to parties and nothing ever happens and everyone's like, Oh, this is so good. This film was the birth of that, basically. But the whole point is, all of the characters are looking for this girl, but then her boyfriend starts to get with her friend.
0: On and the same night.
1: About an hour afterwards.
0: Kind of like what Wagner did with Like, know?
1: literally, an hour later, he starts, like, grabbing her hand. It's all a bit, oh, that was a bit weird. They end up together, staying in hotel rooms. First of all, you start thinking, like, did they kill her to try and... Um, so they could be together? Did this murder even... Did, or did she even disappear? Was she even real in the first place? And then, in the end of the film, you never find out what happens with her. And it's, like, the whole idea of... her her disappearing kind of fades away into your memory and I thought that's kind of like what happened with Natalie Wood. The actual meaning of what actually happened, who, was there a murder? Does anyone actually care anymore? I think
0: people care but it might just be they just care about the story. They want to see where it goes. They might not care about you know, resolution for the families involved.
1: I would love to see Robert Wagner, like, dragged out and shamed.
0: Are we going to entertain the fact that maybe he didn't do anything to her?
1: Yeah. And and, uh, do you know what? I think, like this podcast that we were talking about, they could make the same podcast and it could seem so obvious that he didn't do it. That's the whole thing about, like, you know, facts and reality. That is 40 years ago. What actually happened is... So far away, so foggy, so cloudy. We could prove anything happened at this point.
0: No, we can't prove shit. We have no evidence. Yeah,
1: we could. We, we can speculate. Yeah, anything. we can persuade anything.
0: We can speculate whatever we like. But so the you, truth is, we don't know what happened.
1: So does that mean this whole podcast has been pointless?
0: Yeah, our existence is pointless. Great. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Robert Wagner, if you're listening, I mean, first of all. Well done for.
1: But, you know, come on. Like, Getting away with murder Like, When I
0: was a kid and I broke that vase, my mum found out instantly. So, well done. And also, you're horrible. If this happened allegedly, horrible, horrible man. Horrible, horrible man. Christopher Walken, Dennis Durbin. I know you came out later. Nah, after, yeah, but not um, a fan of you either. should be ashamed YouTuber of yourself. You should be in
1: trouble as well.
0: You should be ashamed Chris, of yourself. Um,
1: do you know what else? I wish you had never told me, Tom. I was very happy until you told me about this story. I've been down... Do you know where my head has been down a rabbit hole for the last three weeks? I used to love Christopher Walken. Are going to write him a very nasty fan letter? No way. I wouldn't dare. He'll end up, I'll end up dead. Oh, yeah, he knows people. He knows oh, the
0: Hollywood fixers.
1: When I was, list- when I was uh, researching this whole thing, I was... Because it happened on, like, Catalina. Yeah, yeah. Just made me think of Step Brothers. Have you seen that film?
0: No, because I didn't. I saw, like, five minutes of it and turned it off.
1: The Catalina Wine Mixer. I didn't like it. Oh, what? It's really good. But, yeah, that and that podcast, you should be ashamed of yourself.
0: I mean, well done for getting the story out there. I mean, it, it's getting heard by others now. It
1: was kind of like, if it was a newspaper, it would be the same. Don't critique other people's podcasts, man. Why <laughs> not? Don't. Let's do it.
0: Because then they might do it to us.
1: Nobody's... Yeah, they've, got got
0: really. listen, they've got a better listenership. They,
1: imagine that. We want to take time out of this Natalie Wood podcast to say... Fuck the dog's deduction. I wouldn't blame. Them. I
0: mean, we'd probably get more listeners. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: But you know, you had the re- you you had the responsibility to to be speaking the truth rather than. Saying what you wanted to say, I'm
0: not going to say that because that would make me a hypocrite. So I'm just going to say, "Well done well, do for producing a
1: podcast." It's a new dawn for the dog seduction. Well
0: done for, for, for no
1: more bias.
0: <laughs> well done for producing a podcast that people listen to and getting a topic out there. Free
1: Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> what
0: the fuck? <laughs>
1: No joke. I'm
0: going to fire Alex now. No I came up you. with a name. I pay for this shit. My no equipment joke. here.
1: Oh my I'm firing, god! This I'm is. Firing Alex. Do- Help me. The Dukes do- reduction is a dictatorship. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: I still say dictatorships, depending on how they're run. Not that bad.
1: Oh, that's the that's the ideal—is a benevolent dictator. Shortly. Yeah,
0: I'd be a great dictator.
1: I disagree. We've spoken
0: to that. I, We've spoken about that in the past.
1: I disagree.
0: I've i figured out rules that I'd implement.
1: Did you? See- I'm just
0: too lazy to do it.
1: Well, I think a lazy dictator might be okay. Just no, get the on The country
0: out. would fall apart. Just then. get on
1: with it. Dictators have
0: to do stuff. No, yeah, it's
1: just... Oh, uh, yeah, whatever. It's cool. <laughs> I listened to Louis C.K.'s new stand-up the other day.
0: Right. Did he say anything about anything?
1: Yeah. Okay. I've got a few things to say about okay. it. One thing is it was really funny. I laughed loads. But that's not to say anything because he's like a professional stand-up comedian. Yeah. He can make funny jokes. It was really funny. First thing he said was, like, um, so how's your year been?
0: I'm sorry, it's not like he's Jimmy Carr and did tax evasion, okay?
1: Yeah, like. He
0: masturbated about- in front of women that asked him to stop.
1: Yeah, but I laughed at this in this stand. And But this, do you know the thing is? He didn't change his set or anything. He was very still, like, offensive in the way that it was, like, you know how Louis C.K.'s thing was always, like, being offensive, but sort of blow the whole cover on what being offensive was and like you know you, people choose to be offended mm-hmm. and if we that was his whole thing he was doing all that didn't quite sit right anymore like using the word pussy and stuff and I was like was you're s- not I'd oh, say, no, you say that oh no he's not I'd say that like, you can say that. Like,
0: come on, like, paedophiles, when they come out of prison, they're not allowed around kids and stuff, so... This is the whole
1: Chris Brown thing. So,
0: what the fuck?
1: Why does Lucy Cage be able to do that? This is the whole Chris Brown thing. He should have to do a flipping DBS check. Do
0: they not... Oh, is that not part of his settlement type thing?
1: What, Chris Brown? Yeah. You should... Well, he should have to do a DBS check, and you shouldn't be allowed to record music that's going to be played to under-18-year-olds... He pl- does have
0: some questionable music. And, as well. and,
1: and, and play, you shouldn't be able to play shows where under 18 year olds can go to it if you're not going to pass the DBS to. Or
0: women. I don't think women should go to his shows.
1: Whoa, this is like your whole Tarmans dictatorship thing. No, too. because
0: come on. Clearly, he. Uh, the one can, pick yeah, but over 18-year-old
1: females can go to a show if they want.
0: Yeah, but what if they get invited backstage and shit happens? If you're
1: over 18... I don't think you then... should be
0: allowed around women. Yeah,
1: but this uh, this is weird. You're being weird. <laughs> you can't protect women by making rules about how they're not allowed Basically, to
0: Basically, Chris maybe Brown should be... Maybe women shouldn't be
1: allowed out of the house.
0: No, maybe Chris Brown shouldn't be allowed on stage <laughs> doing shows.
1: Yeah, I well... Mm.
0: I don't think guys should go because they might be... You know, inspired Imagine by the him. Chris Brown show. <laughs> so basically, guys, children, and women probably shouldn't go. So who can go? No one. I think that's what he deserves.
1: <laughs> but he's getting loads of money, isn't he?
0: To be honest, I don't really engage, so I wouldn't know. He is. I don't even know if he's released an album in he, the last. He released this years. song
1: called "Freaky Friday." This The whole premise of this song, this guy called Lil Dicky. Okay. <laughs> He's like this white curly head, like, um, who's the geezer from Saved by the Bell?
0: Oh, Screech.
1: Scree- he's like Screech-looking dude. And the whole premise of the song and the video is that him and Chris Brown switch bodies for the day. He's like, oh, I can dance and I can sing really well. And then when Chris Brown is in Lil Dicky's body, one of the lines that he said is like, oh, no one's judging me for my controversial past. Oh,
0: for God's so-
1: there's nothing controversial about beating up a woman.
0: Criminal past. That's <laughs> yeah. the word that he meant. Criminal past. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, speaking of, um, say, Van Bell, um, you know the guy that plays Zach? Mark Paul Glossier. What's he Glossier? Done? What's, no- he killed? Nothing. I have just saw a TV show that was in recently. He's actually quite mm. hot. Yes. Yeah. Like, I find him quite hot. <laughs> That's sick. <laughs> and, like, I, I was sitting there watching. I was like, I know this guy from somewhere. Is it just because I fancy him? And I look up and i was like, no way, is that him?
1: Which one is he from Save by the Bell?
0: He's Zach, he's the blonde-haired
1: one. Oh, right, well, he was like a heartthrob he supposed, Yeah,
0: him. Yeah, but we were a bit young, to, I was a bit young to call him a heartthrob.
1: What did uh, Screech do? He did something weird.
0: Yeah, he porno. did criminal activity. I believe, didn't he beat someone or do drugs? One of those porno. things. Probably a porno as well in there somewhere.
1: So what can we Guys, get from today? Guys, celebrities
0: out there, just stop doing pornos.
1: Rich people get away with murder.
0: Rich people get away with murder, yeah. Uh,
1: power corrupts.
0: Rich people get away with murder. And
1: power definitely corrupts.
0: Yes. We didn't even talk about Reagan, but yeah, power corrupts. Oh, God. So Wagner was friends with Reagan, basically, and that's another theory is that the president helped him cover up the There's murder of his wife.
1: That, the other thing with this whole thing that well, I know we've completely stopped talking about Wagner and who, Natalie, who? Uh, Zer, 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 Forgotten. Oh, Natalie Wood. Natalia. The amount of theories, some of which have to be false because they contradict each other. Like, one theory is that Robert Wagner killed Natalie because he thought that Christopher Walken and her were getting together.
0: Another one was that he was having an affair with Christopher Walken.
1: That Robert Wagner and Christopher Walken were having an affair together. It's like, well, they can't both be true. It's one or the other.
0: Uh, what I don't understand is that I was, so,
1: didn't. So, isn't,
0: didn't Lana Wood say that the first divorce was because Robert Wagner had an affair a man, and Natalie walked in on them? The, the, Why are you going to go and marry a man that's gay?
1: Because this is what she said: "The devil, you. What's that phrase? The devil you know. Better the devil you know."
0: So her walking in on Robert Wagner and Christopher Walken—no big deal because she's already walked in on them. So what's the point in killing her?
1: So, done.
0: Yeah, so maybe Did it was just an accident. <laughs> maybe it was just an accident. Maybe she watched the movie that you watched and she knew about the F-
1: What movie? The- Donkey Punch?
0: <laughs> what?
1: Have you seen that movie? Yes, what the hell? That's on a yacht. Someone dies.
0: No, the movie you watched at the BFI.
1: Oh, La Ventura. So maybe- Excellent movie. Great so, film. So Excellent.
0: Ma- so maybe N- Natalie- showing
1: at the BFI anymore. It's <laughs> April. Get your shorts on.
0: Oh, May, I've forgotten.
1: Um, get your shorts on. Time to get out. So Summer may- 2019. <laughs> Woo! Sorry, go on. <laughs> so,
0: so maybe Wagner and Jill St John had an affair. Maybe Natalie found out. Maybe she watched that movie and decides, oh, I'm going to kill myself, and make it look like it's suspect to expose them. And then he just did a very good so, job. Uh, so, you never know. Again, the options are limitless. One
1: thing is, like...
0: And th- no one would su- suspect that she'd kill herself with water because she was terrified of the water.
1: Did you know about the gypsy? A gypsy, her, a gypsy, a gypsy visited her mother when she. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. The, when a gypsy were, yeah. visited
1: her mother when she was very young. Yeah,
0: I've heard about that. And
1: said that one of your, one of your daughters. No, one
0: of you. I think it one was One of you the
1: between the three of them. So the mum and the two daughters. Where's the dad and all this? But anyway, one, she? No, one she, of you, had
0: two, she had three daughters.
1: One of you will die. In the water, basically, mm. and that is why Natalie Wood was so afraid of the water. This is so fucked up, man.
0: It's fucked
1: up. But and is that it... because it's been thirty years and all this shit can like be made of it? We've spoken about this. That's before. true. We
0: don't know if the gypsy thing's real. That might have come after the fact. We, we knew know she if was scared of water, real. but we knew she was scared of water. But you never know. This might be something that they invented to put into her backstory to make it no. More because solutions. she
1: said it. She said she's afraid of water. Yeah, no.
0: We knew. That's what I'm saying. We knew she was afraid of water, but we don't know if the gypsy thing's real. That could be something that was invented after that. Are we allowed to say gypsy? She was an actual gypsy, though.
1: What do you mean? What's an actual... Like a wagon? Like (laughs) one that curses
0: and predicts and stuff. A wagon? I didn't mean the travellers.
1: Okay,
0: Okay. I I meant the magical gypsies.
1: Whoa. (laughs) I don't know enough about this to... uh...
0: No, the ones that curse and, you know... Bewitch people and yeah.
1: Can we do an episode at, on gypsies?
0: The, the ones in can folklore. Can we do an episode on gypsies? The ones on folklore. Let's do an
1: episode. Mate,
0: I episodes. don't want no one knocking on my door. Oh
1: shit! I'm
0: not gonna have anyone parked in my front garden. <laughs> Luckily,
1: I don't have a front garden.
0: Yeah, my front garden's a driveway, so you can actually park there. But I don't want parking there.
1: Great parking spot for two cars. It's
0: spot for three actually, but, technically.
1: <laughs> Oh, is that that your dad phoning you now, Tom? Why is there there three families with a bin, (laughs) (laughs) and they've set it on fire, they've started fire, they're all drinking tiskies. Oh my God. I love
0: how you thought I was going to say something very offensive. (laughs) But I wouldn't have cared. So anyway, I think... um,
1: Can we cut it before I said the thing about Tisky?
0: No, we're never going to cut that bit. I have the power. Yeah, so the possibilities are pretty much endless. The only thing we do know is that it's a bit suspect what happened to her.
1: And if anyone else was um, in Robert Wagner's position, they would all, like, you know, anyone that wasn't famous or rich would have definitely been treated differently, obviously. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, rich,
0: rich, famous people. Like, now police have gotten a bit better. They do try and discipline them, but not to the extent that they would, other people, like, you know... A few years ago, you had the swath of the party girls like the Hiltons and Nicole Ritchie and all those people that got sentenced to prison and they were there for, like... I think Nicole Ritchie was only there for 88
1: minutes. Why did they go
0: there? Um, Because of DUIs and, like, drug possessions and stuff.
1: That's hard. And,
0: like, (laughs) I think they were on probation and they, yeah, screwed up. That's so hard. she literally went to prison for 88 minutes. How much discipline... Are you sure
1: that wasn't just from an episode of That Simple Mm. Intern Kind of Life?
0: no. 88 minutes <laughs> like the discipline is wrong
1: sana-sa, sana-sa. <laughs>
0: so america <laughs> let's just idea. overhaul your law enforcement i think
1: england's <laughs> just... no better
0: yeah england's pretty shit as well
1: do you remember when uh, david cameron stole all that money and was like oh it's because i miss my dad
0: no, was that his excuse? What a shit excuse.
1: He literally said that. Should we
0: just like rob a bank and say, oh, I miss my dad. He lives in zone one.
1: Yeah. And I can't <laughs> afford that. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway. Um,
1: There's been a lot of conjecture this episode. Yeah.
0: And you've been a hypocrite for the law of seduction.
1: No, I have not. Uh,
0: the Fatal Voyage. I have no qualms with you. I mean, I didn't listen to all of you because I had other things I wanted to listen to. Um, well, whilst I
1: was talking.
0: Fatal voyage.
1: All oh, right. I thought you were talking about me just now. I thought you weren't listening.
0: Oh, I never listen.
1: I thought you were like. I thought I didn't listen to all of you. I had other things I wanted to listen to. I thought maybe you are like. Ch- ch- <laughs> Fatal
0: voyage. I don't have anything against you. you? I
1: disliked that.
0: You personally didn't like it. I, I. I. I have no opinion because I didn't listen to all of
1: it. <laughs> I disliked it. Okay. The guy, the main guy's voice was quite good.
0: So like we masqueraded this episode as an episode of Natalie Wood. It was actually an episode on how much Alex really disliked the fate of Well no, I think
1: we got I think we got some good info in there. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean we probably left out a thousand theories because everyone seems to have a different one. From what i the read, main
1: thing is I watched Laventura the other the day. The main thing
0: is we watched L'Aventura the other day.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's the main thing. Okay, Just remember so, guys.
0: So Natalie Wood Maybe she faked her death. Maybe? Yeah.
1: Uh, what about this? So, um,
0: Natalie Wood, if you faked your death and you're out there,
1: email us. Robert Wagner would never be a star, but Natalie would.
0: <laughs> get out. <laughs> Just get out. So, Natalie, if you faked your death and you want to reach out to us, because why wouldn't you? You can interview. email us. Oh, yeah, you can email us at Deduction at the milk Do you know what? I think we... Sorry. she could also tweet us, and there's we have the Facebook as well oh, and we we have we should probably launch that Instagram that I keep saying yeah. every picture is a blank sheet because that's what we look like when you're listening to us
1: yeah and you're never going to see our faces yeah do you know what I think um
0: well, I mean we'll probably see yours on like the milk other milk
1: and cereal productions milk bottles maybe <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I think we could definitely get Lana wood on this show. <laughs>
0: I don't she, think she'd say no, she? I think she?
1: she's banging on the door right now. Yeah, she, did someone, she say, Natalie someone say Natalie? Natalie would?
0: No, she'd oh, make us pay for flights, so though. We don't have the budget for that.
1: That's mean.
0: Barely have the budget to get here from 10 so What was that?
1: Uh, she, uh, she sold Natalie's fur coats.
0: She did, yeah. That's what the whole episode's been about. Why the hell did Lana Wood sell Natalie's fur coats? Let us know, listeners, if we actually deduced anything out of that. Yeah, so I mean, if Natalie's not out there, I guess you guys can email, Facebook, and tweet us.
1: You're doing an excellent job. Keep going.
0: Yeah, and um, rate and subscribe and do a review because I don't. We've got one review.
1: <laughs> what does that say?
0: It says they love us. Really? Yeah. Is
1: it from, from someone you know? No. What? Actually,
0: they actually suggested in the reviews an episode that we should do, which we eventually did, but I didn't see a review oh, until six so months. So you got older. a review
1: for one that I wasn't in. Yeah. Don't
0: care. <laughs> I mean, we also got better ratings when you weren't here, Alex.
1: Give it time. <laughs> People are gonna learn to love me.
0: Yeah, they will eventually. Maybe. If not, we'll have to break them out of prison.
1: If not, we'll have to throw them over a yacht. Oh.
0: Too soon, man.
1: Well, four I
0: years. thought I made the bad joke four yesterday.
1: Years.
0: <laughs> anyway. Um,
1: We've been saying goodbye for a while now.
0: Yeah, I've been trying to. Sorry. Yeah. So, bye listeners. And um, if you go on a boat, make sure you wear a life preserver. Make sure (laughs) Randall Wagner is not on that boat as well. Shit,
1: yeah. Yeah. Okay, bye. 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 This could go on forever.